At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hour two of the nightcap on draft night. And boy, the first round still going on. We're not even through the first round. The most recent selection, Cam Thomas out of LSU. He goes to the Brooklyn Nets. So the Brooklyn Nets added just what they needed, more firepower offensively, a guy who averaged 23 points per game last year for LSU, but his player prop does hit. It goes over 21 and a half, so Cam Thomas, he goes 27, and now the sweat is on for Jim Root. Only two selections left. I'm pulling for you. I actually really like this play here in Nevada. Uh, if you you can't make plays after or 24 hours prior to the draft, I would have made this bet. I did not make this bet, so hopefully uh, Miles McBride is uh, is selected here in the next two picks. As right now the Philadelphia 76ers are on the clock, and uh, looks like the Jaden Springer will be the pick here for the Philadelphia 76ers. So uh, one more selection, Jim, for your guy Miles McBride. I'm pulling for you on this one. Let's get uh, let's get the West Virginia product off the board here. Yeah, one more, and then there was one. It's you know Springer's another guy that's such a similar type of player to to McBride. So you know people are thinking about that that type, but I guess he's not the one at the top of their board. He's not the apple of their eye. So one one more left. It's Brooklyn. Come on, Nets, help me out. Yeah, and they just selected a uh, a off ball guard here in uh, in Cam Thomas. So uh, where we stand right now, twenty eight picks into the NBA draft, a handful of picks. Uh, the biggest surprise, what would you say the biggest surprise, Jim? Uh, I, I would probably say, 
I would say Book Knight falling to 11 probably has to be the biggest surprise, and then Primo uh, going 12 right after that. To me, those are the two biggest surprises, just based on the odds. You know, minus 12,000, uh, 1,200, excuse me, for Book Knight to go in the top 10. He goes 11, and then Josh Primo is over under 27.5, and, and he ends up going 12 to San Antonio. Yeah, Primo's the one that made me, like, my, my jaw dropped the farthest, I, I think. But you know, the, the book night one is, is shocking. And I honestly, I thought the 4-5 swap between Suggs and, and Barnes was really surprising, too. I was at the point where, unless there was a trade, we, we, we knew what the top five was going to be. And the fact that there wasn't one, and we still had Barnes go four and Suggs go five, it, that, that started a night of a lot of shockers and it's hopefully you know, going to continue into the second round give us some some good things to talk about here well uh i do want to get you updated because the crowd here at circa just went crazy uh because mexico after uh they went to the old review uh, i'm talking i'm talking footy yeah that's right talk a little soccer gold cup semifinals uh they went to review they said it was a penalty shot and uh, Mexico converted. So uh, I know you're very interested in the Gold Cup semifinals here tonight, Jim. Mexico now leads one to nothing, and a pretty big contingent here at the Circus Sportsbook cheering on Mexico. United States beat Cutter uh, earlier today, one nothing or one nil, uh, and now uh, Mexico leads one nothing as well. They're in injury time in the first half. The championship will be here on Sunday. At, uh, at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. So that'll be a lot of fun. That game sold out in a matter of moments. Uh, a couple of the baseball thoughts, and we'll talk a little bit more baseball uh, with, uh, with Matt Newmans here in a minute. But uh, it looks like all reports say that Max Scherzer and Trey Turner uh, likely headed to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, Kyle Schwarber, another Nat on the move. He is uh, reportedly headed to the uh, Boston Red Sox. So uh, a couple little baseball notes as tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern, is the MLB trade deadline. And the biggest piece of the trade deadline in Max Scherzer is likely headed to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Still, I think they're crossing the T's uh, and dotting the I's. Um, so where we stand right now, the last pick of the NBA draft that has uh, gone through, Jaden Springer going 28. The Brooklyn Nets are on the clock. Uh, this was a pick uh, sent to them from the Phoenix Suns, and uh, no reports yet on who they will be going with. Jaden Springer, the last selection. Jim Root there in Chicago. He's going to take a little uh, hiatus, take a little break. We'll bring in Matt Humans. It is the Nightcap here on VEASAN. It is a nightcap here on VEASAN. Tim Murray live from the Circus Sportsbook. We'll bring Jim Root back in from Chicago. Three-man weave, of course, at Second Chance Points on Twitter. We'll bring him back in here in just a little bit. But let's bring in uh, VEASAN's Matt Humans at Matt Humans 247 on Twitter. Huge college basketball uh, guy, so I'm sure he has plenty of thoughts on the NBA draft is unfolding. And, and right now, uh, humans, just like Jim, you are sweating out this 29th pick because I believe, if I saw correctly on my guys in the desert, you got the under on Miles McBride out of West Virginia. So one pick to go. So uh, I, I hope uh, no curse words come if uh, it is not him at number 29 here. 
I'm sweating profusely, and I'm going to lose this bet. I know I'm going to lose it. Miles McBride is not going to go number 29, uh, the West Virginia guard. I like him a lot. I thought he was going to go somewhere in the 20s, but that's going to put me at, uh, after that loser, it's going to put me at two and two on draft props. I lost Davion Mitchell over 10 and a half, and he went nine. I think that surprised a lot of people. There was a lot of rumors, I guess, or reports that he was going to uh, slip into double digits and didn't happen. I did sneak in a winner on uh, Corey Kispert over 13 and a half. I thought that was a pretty good pick by Tim Murray's Wizards and uh, Chris Duarte, who I actually bet under 19 and a half. That Ooh. dropped all the way as low as 14 and a half. Duarte went number 13 to uh, Oregon. And how about this? Duarte, just the second senior to be selected in the lottery in the last five years. I mean, that tells you where the <laughs> NBA draft has gone, what direction this draft has gone. Established college basketball stars really just uh, don't do it for the NBA scouts in the top 14. Yeah, I saw him uh, kiss his uh, his, uh, his child, and I said, wow, you know, he's already got a kid. And I'm like, oh, wait, he's 24. So, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that surprising. A lot of people have kids uh, in their early 20s. Um, Matt, um, sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Dayron Sharp is the 29th yeah. pick. So he goes 29 uh, there to the Brooklyn Nets. Um, I, I, I got so many things I want to hit on. We'll start with the NBA draft, but obviously it's been a crazy day uh, in baseball uh, with some monster trades, and uh, we'll get to the NBA trade uh, as well. But um, for Toronto to grab Scotty Barnes over Jalen Suggs, curious to get your thoughts on this because I, I thought – it just made a ton of sense. I, I love Jalen Suggs, loved everything I, I saw about him you know, at Gonzaga. Obviously, you and I watched a ton of Gonzaga living out here and getting those games late. But, uh, you know, he just it made, to me, a ton of sense for him to slide right in and uh, take over for Kyle Lowry. But now they, you know, bring in Scotty Barnes, tremendous defensive player, great athlete, not great scoring-wise. Uh, were you surprised to see Toronto ultimately go with Scotty Barnes? And, and how do you think his game translates immediately to the NBA. Yeah, I don't know how his game translates immediately to the NBA. You know, he's, he's a prospect. He's got a chance to develop at the NBA level and be a player. I, I'm irritated by it because, to be honest, the last two days I thought about betting Scotty Barnes would be the fourth pick. Mm. I thought there was a decent chance that the Raptors were going to grab him instead of Jalen Suggs. I looked at it and looked at it never made the bet. A few things are more annoying than when you don't make a bet and it hits. <laughs> And uh, so I'm not surprised that the Raptors actually uh, took Barnes. I think a lot of times uh, they go for the guy who's got uh, more of the, let's say, the NBA elite athleticism, and I, I guess that would be Scotty Barnes. And that's one thing about Jalen Suggs. A lot of scouts didn't think he had that elite athletic ability. Uh, I don't know. I love Suggs. I watched him all year at Gonzaga just like you did, and uh, I think a lot of people we might be a little bit biased because uh, we watch more of Suggs than we did of some of these other prospects. You know, when I watched Florida State, I was never blown away by Scotty Barnes. But we see this with a lot of Florida State players who don't put up huge numbers, but they get drafted highly. And uh, I can't knock the pick. Uh, you know, I'm not sure how Scotty Barnes is going to develop for the Raptors. It didn't really surprise me that that's the direction they went. It's uh, it's interesting just really when you look at the top 10, even the top 20 of the NBA draft, uh, I, I don't think this draft appeals to the general public that much because most of these players picked in the top 20, you didn't notice that much in, at the college level. Uh, Kate Cunningham got plenty of exposure to Oklahoma State, but really um, very few of these guys were stars. Look at Joshua Primo, who's drafted yeah. uh, by the Spurs 
at number 20. I was sitting, sitting there when he was picked, and I was just a little bit blown away by that pick because I thought the Spurs were a type of organization that wouldn't take. Primo for Alabama averaged eight points and one assist per game, shot 38% from three. Uh, you know, obviously they've worked him out and they think he's got a ton of potential. They don't care about his college numbers. When I watched Alabama games, I, I was never blown away. So, man, this guy's a lottery pick. You know, it just, it just didn't happen. But that's not how the NBA teams draft these guys anymore. And uh, I'm a little bit biased because uh, I like guys who produce at the college level. And, and the, the guys who produce at the college level the most are guys we're going to see drafted in the second round or go undrafted tonight, Tim. Yeah, there's no doubt. And, you know, you think about, um, uh, you know, James Booknight was a guy that was getting a ton of buzz. And I was surprised to see him fall. We talked about it, Matt. Yeah. He was minus 1,200 today to go in the top 10. And he goes number 11 uh, to Charlotte. And uh, you mentioned Chris Duarte going 13 to Indiana. Corey Kispert going 15 to Washington. And and and, and like you said, you know, we, we see all these guys. We're not talent evaluators. But we saw all three of those guys produce at a high level in the college ranks. And, and I know Corey Kispert had a horrendous championship game. But I really like that pick for Washington uh, to get the best shooter in the NBA draft at number 15. I, I think he could do a lot worse. You know, I actually took a flyer. Uh, I went against you, and I was wrong. I took the under on Corey Kisper because I thought Charlotte or Indiana could ultimately land him, and he falls to 15. So, you know, so far through the, uh, you know, this first round as it just concluded, Santi Aldama, uh, I believe from Loyola, if my memory serves me correct, uh, he just went 30th. Um, who was your favorite, who, who was your most intriguing play, maybe outside of, you know, the obvious top three? Well, I, I like James Booknight a lot. I've talked to Wes Reynolds about this past couple of days on the show. Booknight is a guy who I think could be an explosive scorer at the NBA level, and uh, I wasn't surprised to see his name rising up the board. And then I'm glad I didn't bet that because I thought Booknight was going in the top 10. He slips to number 11. I think that's a really good pick. Uh, I'm not sure what my favorite pick is right now, but I, I can tell you I like the Booknight pick at number 11 for the Hornets. I like the Duarte pick at number 13 for the Pacers. I think the Warriors have had a good draft. And I can't say that uh, I love the Jonathan Kaminga pick because I really haven't had a chance to break down the power forward from Congo's tape. Uh, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you haven't either. And, uh, you know, Corey Kispert at number 15, I think a really good pick by the Wizards. you got to have shooters, man. That's one thing. You know, everybody's excited about this Lakers trade right now, but where are the shooters going to be on the floor for the Lakers this season? We'll talk about that in a minute. But in terms of other picks, in the first round, who knows? Cameron Thomas from LSU, I think, is a pretty good player. Maybe a good pickup for the Nets at number 27. But uh, not, aside from those picks, I really like. Uh, nothing's blown me away here in the first round. Even Jalen Green, who goes to the Rockets, number two, he's been compared a lot to Bradley Beal. And uh, I think Green could be a great pick for the Rockets, number two. But how much have I seen him play? Uh, very little. I've watched highlight tapes. You don't see a guy's flaws on the highlight tapes, uh, Tim. No, yeah, you don't. And uh, that was uh, that was a play. I know JVT brought it up. I mentioned it too. Uh, it, it's it's a bit frustrating, obviously here in in Nevada. We got so many great things going for us in Las Vegas, but the uh, NBA market, NBA draft market, doesn't open up that early. So uh, there was some money to be made on Jalen Green going too. Uh, but 
Uh, that's uh, water under the bridge. Now, I do want to get to that mm-hmm. trade as we talk to Matt Newmans. Uh, I hate it. I hate it for the Lakers. Uh, I, it, it, I am not, and I, you know this, I'm not a Russell Westbrook guy. I, you know, he's a stat compiler. Look, he, he gets a ton of triple doubles, but it, it just makes no sense. You know, earlier in the day, uh, when the reports were that Buddy Heald would be going to the Lakers for Kyle Kuzma and Montrez Harrell, they would have got to keep the 22nd pick, keep KCP. I felt like that would have been a, a, a tremendous deal. You got a 40% three-point shooter in Buddy Heald coming into Los Angeles. LeBron needs shooters around him, and now you bring in a terrible three-point shooter. But don't worry, he'll shoot plenty of them. I just don't see how this how how this move how this deal works. And then not only do you get Russell Westbrook, you give up Kuzma, who looked lost in the playoffs. You give up uh, Harrell. You give up KCP, and you give up your first round pick uh, at 22, which you probably could have got a you know a guy that can came in and and did some things for your second team. Um, maybe it'll work, but I, I don't see it. I, I certainly uh, was on the, uh, this is a, a bad move by the Lakers. Well, this is LeBron James playing GM of the Lakers, not Rob Polinka. This is uh, LeBron telling Polinka, hey, we have to get Chris Paul or we have to get Russell Westbrook, you know, and I don't think it's a fit. Uh, first of all, LeBron needs, LeBron's one of those guys who he is a very good passer, but he needs the ball in his hands a lot to make that offense work. Russell Westbrook is also a ball hog. Uh, the, the Lakers needed a shooter, and what they got was a bricklayer, a dribble driver, and a passer. And uh, that's what Russell Westbrook is. Now, he is going to stuff the stat sheet, but he's not a shooter. And uh, so I, I like the Buddy Heald idea first, too. When I saw Woj reported that today on ESPN, I said, ah, Buddy Heald, that's going to be a good pickup for the Lakers. I like that. And then uh, turned out that was not the deal at all. Uh, maybe the Lakers aren't done. I, I, they could still make it work, but they're going to have to find a couple of shooters. You, the roster, the way it looks right now, is just not going to work. It's a lot of hype. People get excited when superstars uh, form a team together, but you have to have shooters. And that's why, you know, when you look at a guy like Corey Kispert, who was picked up by the Wizards at number 15, he's a shooter. Maybe, maybe the best one in this draft. And that's why I like that pick a lot. You got to find guys like that to make it work, even if you look at the Nets last season with Harden. KD and Kyrie, you got to have a Joe Harris. So you got to have guys around him who can knock down threes, right? Yeah, no, and and I think a lot of people. I was a bit surprised that they won the title in 2020 because they didn't have any shooters. But KCP stepped up at the at the uh, right time and hit some big shots. And now he's gone. I mean, he's a 41% three point shooter. He's gone. So uh, we'll see how they fill out that roster. Didn't didn't uh, didn't agree with that move whatsoever. Uh, I do want to get to some baseball uh, because. Uh, it looks like a blockbuster deal. You know, another trade that it seemed like okay, Scherzer's going to the Padres. Then the the Nats said, no, 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 we're gonna we're gonna listen to more offers. And now it looks like, if all the reports are correct, that Scherzer and Trey Turner are headed to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, the Dodgers are already an embarrassment of riches when it comes to talent, but they need to win that NL West, Matt. You don't want to be in that NL wildcard game, and right now they are you know, a couple games back of the Giants. Uh, what did you think of this move by the Dodgers? It was, a, it was a race to see who ultimately could get these big pieces from Washington, and the Dodgers come out with, uh, with Scherzer and Trey Turner. Yeah, on the My Guys in the Desert show today, we had uh, Derek Stevens and Mike Palm on with us at the time, and uh, the reports then were that Mad Max was going to the Padres. And I said, wow, I'm surprised the Dodgers actually lost uh, that bidding war because the reports out there was the Giants, Dodgers, Padres were all trying to get Max. 
And I thought, well, the Dodgers are going to win that. They're the, they've got a ton of talent in their system, all the resources. The Dodgers got to get Max, and then the reports come out the Padres are going to get him. I was really surprised by that. Now, obviously, as you just mentioned, the Dodgers come over the top, and they're going to get Mad Max. And don't forget about Trey Turner in this deal. I think a lot of people might overlook this and just think it's a Scherzer deal. But since the beginning of last season, uh, when it was a 60-game season, Trey Turner's batting 326 with 30 homers and 33 stolen bases in 154 games. He's 28 years old. He play infield, outfield. Uh, the Dodgers have obviously had a lot of injury problems with Cody Bellinger, with uh, Corey Seager, Mookie Betts. Uh, they needed, a, really, I think, really needed a guy like Trey Turner, too. So this is not just a Max Scherzer trade, but it puts the Dodgers in the driver's seat. They had to give up some prospects, but they have a loaded system. I think it puts the Dodgers in the driver's seat now to win the National League West, overtake the Giants. And uh, what are the Padres going to do? Starting pitching, we thought was going to be a strength of the Padres going into the season. It's turned out Blake Snell's been a big disappointment. Starters not going deep into games. Uh, so what can the Padres do to answer? I'm not sure. Because Danny Duffy, don't forget about that, too. The Dodgers also picked up Danny Duffy today. Yeah, yeah. and uh, now uh, they'll have to uh, to turn their attention elsewhere. Um, yeah, uh, and then real quickly, uh, Matt, before we let you run, uh, the Yankees, they got, they got some uh, movement to do uh, to get into just a wild card game. They get Joey Gallo yesterday, a uh, pretty big move, and then they go out and they get – uh, they get Rizzo from the Cubs. So what do you think about the Yankees and where they stand right now? And they lost by, what, 100 today? 14. They lost by two touchdowns. 14 <laughs> nothing at, at the drop to the race. And, uh, hey, man, that's going to be pushed inside on the, the fifth page of the sports section. The New York Post tomorrow is going to be all about Gallo and Rizzo coming to the Bronx and the bold moves. You know, I don't think it's so much about making a wild card this year. The Yankees had to remake the roster. They had to remake the lineup, Tim. I've been saying this for so long. If you're Brian Cashman, you're asleep at the wheel. you got to have left-handed power in that lineup. The Yankees had one left-handed bat was Brett Gardner. Uh, so you had to get uh, guys like Gallo and Rizzo. Gallo strikes out too much, but uh, obviously those are the two biggest left-handed power bats really on the market or two of the biggest uh, right there. I think I like the moves for the Yankees, but to me it's more with an eye towards 2022 as well because the Yankees just had to remake the lineup uh, going forward, not just about this year, but also about next year and uh, looking at the big picture. So they got to re-sign these guys as well, or they got to sign Gallo and Rizzo with expiring contracts, and I think it could be really good moves for the Yankees, but to me it's not about just making the wild card. It's also about 2022, these moves that the Yankees made. Hey, when uh, Jim Root comes back on, Ask him what kind of pizza he's got at the VSIN draft headquarters tonight in Chicago. <laughs> I will. Uh, I will make sure to uh, to ask him that question. He's he's very busy. Uh, you know, uh, dusting off his Bucks championship shirt there. But uh, Matt, always a pleasure, man. And uh, we'll be talking soon. You bet. Thanks. There he is, Matt Humans. Uh, he's everywhere. Uh, it's hard to keep keep uh, tabs on, on where Matt Humans will be on these airwaves at Matt Humans 247. Just follow him on Twitter. That'll help you out and figure out where exactly he uh, he will be. We'll get you updated on where we stand. The second round is underway uh, in the NBA draft. Recap the first round as well. Jim Root will rejoin us. It's the nightcap here on Decent. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Nightcap here on VSIN. Tim Murray here from the Circus Studios in Las Vegas, downtown Las Vegas to be exact. Uh, we've got a pretty big crowd on hand over at the Mega Bar here at Circa. Uh, a big, big crowd for uh, for this Mexico and Canada Gold Cup semifinal right behind us as well. Mexico leading one to nothing. The Gold Cup final will be on Sunday here in Las Vegas. All right. Let's get you updated on the NBA draft. Let's bring back in uh, Jim Root. We've got to uh, we've got to update the folks. I know they've been waiting with bated breath, Jim, of of who's going to win your over under showdown. I uh, sent out about uh, thirty players or so on the closing lines at DraftKings. We had eight disagreements, and as just as I thought, I was going to get back in the race. I was down four to one. You had you had won four of the five disagreements. Jeremiah Robinson Earl got selected 32 out of Villanova. He is uh, likely headed to, I believe, Oklahoma City via a trade from the Knicks. And now, right after that, Jason Preston, who won me money, was my first bet of the NCAA tournament. I bet Ohio to, uh, to cover. They ultimately beat UVA. I should have bet him again. I did not. I said he'd go over 41.5. Jason Preston, he goes under. And you are victorious. We don't even need the Luca Garza over/under. Congratulations, Jim. Uh, I will send you a uh, a beer in the mail. I, that'd be great. I, I'll take that. I, I'm sure they allowed to they, they allowed you to ship that. Just sure. one individual beer. That'd be great. Uh, but hey, I'm looking at my wounds from that that Miles McBride loss. So who's still got, on the board? Take, by the way, take any win I can get. Yeah, I, my Bucks traded out of 31. I would have loved to see him there, but. 
you know, I, I guess I can't really be too too upset about that. I'm still still riding the championship high, so we'll sit back at 54, see who's there, and figure it out from there. So I, I do want to. We, we talked about the biggest upsets or surprises. Uh, of the draft so far, and I, I think the two that will take the cake, Book Knight falling to 11, uh, his over-under is 6.5, minus 1,200 to go in the first round, and then Josh Primo, over-under 27.5, and, and he goes 12. But I do want to point out uh, that the 30th pick, and uh, I, I can only imagine Jim Root is one of a few people who have a, uh, a scouting report on this young man, Santi Aldama from Spain played collegiately at Loyola. He was the final pick of the first round. Uh, the I believe the Memphis Grizzlies traded up to get him. So his over-under was 56.5, and he ends up going with the final pick of the first round. We have officially gone off the rails here uh, because Santi Aldama if I'm pronouncing that right, from Loyola, the the Greyhound, he goes with the final pick of the first round. Yeah, I I, I was shocked to see him go, but I, I tell you what, there have been few players that I owe more money to for their college basketball <laughs> career than Santi Aldama because he was like a, a revelation playing for Spain before he got to Loyola. And I'd seen some of the tape, and I was like, this guy just doesn't belong in the Patriot League. And he he dominated. He was he was in a different world that the team didn't do very well because they didn't have a single guard worth mentioning. But he was a, a just a team all on his own in the front court. Still a little surprised to see him as a first round pick, but I'm happy for the young man because he did some great things for me playing for Loyola Maryland. They they covered quite a bit quite a few games with him leading the way. So. Tip of the cap to you, Mr. Aldama. Yeah, he goes uh, 30th, and it was to Memphis. So Utah traded that pick uh, to the Memphis Grizzlies. So uh, Memphis ends up with uh, a couple of first-round picks. They get Zaire Williams at 10. Uh, remember, they had traded earlier in the week from 17 up to 10. Really a salary dump situation for the New Orleans Pelicans. The Pelicans uh, were able to get a shooter in Trey Murphy out of UVA. And uh, we'll, we'll take a look back at the entire first round here uh, in uh, in just a little bit. Uh, we'll also get you updated uh, on some uh, uh, some Olympics. Uh, we got the golf round two of the golf going on right now over in uh, in Tokyo, Japan. Uh, so we got that happening as well. So uh, a busy night into the second round. Still looking for some notable names uh, to come off the board. Ayu Desumu still available. Uh, the Illinois point guard, Miles McBride, we talked about. He is still available. So some big names uh, still available there uh, in uh, in um, in the NBA draft. That is Jim Root. Looking solid, looking handsome over there in uh, Chicago, Illinois. We'll uh, we'll look back at the first round, some of our favorite uh, selections, and uh, get you updated on who is still on the board as well. It is the nightcap here on Vsin. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4. 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The VEASAN football betting guides are coming soon, and there's no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide's only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy both. Now's the time to reserve your copy or sign up for VEASAN All Access to get everything we offer for the entire football season. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. The NBA draft continues to roll along. And I know it's it's a little too late, but Miles McBride, Jim, has been selected. Uh, Sham Sharania just tweeted out, he will go number 36 to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Your guy, Miles McBride, uh, didn't come home for you, but he will be a member of the Thunder as he will be the 36th pick. So Miles McBride over under 29 and a half. Ultimately, a little plus money goes to the over as he lands 36. And now, uh, both you and I actually had B.J. Boston under 37 and a half in our little exercise here. Uh, still on the board, so we need him to go number 37 here. Yeah, let, let's see. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if we're going to get that lucky. Uh, we'll, we'll see what's going to what's going to happen here. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm happy for McBride, but thought he should have been a first rounder. There's a couple names that are, are really stunning. I, I, you know, I saw someone tweet Jason Preston going before Ayo Desumu is is 
really stunning. They, they played back in November, and Preston may or may not have outplayed him. But over the course of a season, you would have thought Sumo had proven himself. And it's it's pretty shocking to see him still on the board with, with Preston off the board a couple of picks ago. Well, I just I want to say, and uh, I know it's uh, not a consolation prize, but so I I, uh, I sent out this 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 chart uh, of 33 players over unders, and now we removed the juice. So some of the players, like uh, you know, you look at uh, Scotty Barnes was on here at five and a half, and the juice was heavy to the under. Uh, so we both were able to get that victory. But before the BJ Boston play comes in. Uh, is that sitting at 37 and a half? Of the 33, Jim, you right now are 21 and 7, man. You have, you've been doing quite well here with, your, uh, with the little exercise that I gave you. 21 for 28 so far on picking over or under uh, draft selections. Yeah, I'm starting to think maybe I should have had a couple more props live tonight, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I definitely think the juice uh, would, would have sure. ate, ate up some of that value, but, you know, it, it's hard to lose money if you go 21-7. and seven. Oh, boy. I, maybe next year I'll uh, I'll step up to the plate a little more and put, put some more money on the line. You know, it's funny because I, I, I joke that I, I would have joined you on Miles McBride and I was kind of kicking myself. But, you know, the, ultimately that, that was fortunate. But there were so many others out there that just were pretty easy uh, when you just put it all together. And, and you know, I, I know you were on with JVT on, on the Hardwood Handicappers podcast, and JVT will join us at the top of the next hour. Um, but there were just... There were just not enough spots. You know, 13 and a half and 15 and a half were are all over the place. Kai Jones, 15 and a half. He goes 19. Keon Johnson, 13 and a half. He goes 21. Moses Moody, 10 and a half. He goes 14. So you, you, you look at the board right there on vsin.com. Scotty Barnes goes under, minus 400. J- James Booknight, over, plus 115. Jonathan Kaminga does go under. Franz Wagner goes under. Josh Giddy goes under. Then you're going to start to see the overs. Moses Moody, over. He goes 14. Uh, Sengun goes uh, 16, over. Davion Mitchell does go under. Keon Johnson, over. Corey Kispert, over. And uh, Chris Duarte, he goes under as well. So uh, there you have it there. And uh, JT Thor, the most recent uh, selection. So he's another over. He was 31 and a half. But, you know, just looking back, at the first round, um, it's funny because uh, of this being a gambling network, Jim, we don't talk a ton about uh, locks, right? Sure things. We, we're not going to tell people to, uh, you know, lay minus 8,000 on Cade Cunningham. But he did go number one. Um, how do you look at his game heading into Detroit? And when you think about rookie of the year, when those odds start to pop out, he'll probably be the favorite. How do you think his game uh, immediately translates to the NBA? I think he's probably going to be, you know, he should be the, the prohibitive favorite to be the rookie of the year. And it makes sense given the, the role he's going to have, the size of responsibility. He's going to have the ball in his hands a ton, a lot of chances to make plays with the ball, to shoot, to score, to, to, to assist. You know, he's got some guys there already that, that are going to be able to score for him with Bay and Isaiah Stewart. I think it's going to be pretty tough to, to bet against him for rookie of the year. But, you know, somebody like Jalen Green could put up huge numbers for for Houston just because they need someone to do that for them. But 
it's going to be hard for me to bet against Cade Cunningham, even if the number is like minus 250 or something. I, I'm, I'm very curious to see what it is because, like you said, he'll be the favorite, and he, he absolutely should be. Yeah, and last year uh, coming out, it was LaMelo Ball. So there you have it. Those are the odds prior to tonight. So it might tweak a little bit. Um, you know, let's just run down. Uh, we'll do a little exercise here, uh, taking a look at where they landed and now, you know, how this will change a little bit. We'll, we'll run through it, and then we'll kind of hit it hard on the other side. So let's pull up those uh, those draft odds yet again. So Cade Cunningham, Detroit, plus 250. Jalen Green, Houston, plus 450. Evan Mobley, Cleveland, plus 550. Now, here's where the tweaks happen. Jalen Suggs, not Toronto. He goes... Uh, number five to Orlando, plus 800. Scotty Barnes, plus 800 to Toronto. Hate that bet. Do not bet Scotty Barnes, eight to one uh, in Toronto. James Booknight, 15 to one in Charlotte. Uh, Davion Mitchell, 15 to one. He goes to Sacramento. Jonathan Kaminga, 20 to one at Golden State. No, thank you. Josh Giddy, 25 to one. He is in uh, Oklahoma City. Jalen Johnson, 30 to one. Uh, he ultimately landed in Atlanta. Franz Wagner goes to Orlando as well, 30 to one. Ayu Desumu's on this board. He just got picked, Jim. 38th. He goes to the Chicago Bulls. So Ayu Desumu uh, out of Illinois, staying in the state of Illinois, he goes to the Chicago Bulls. Uh, put your ear to the window. Any cheering in Chicago for this selection of uh, Ayu Desumu to the Bulls? Oh yeah, they're they're erupting out in the streets. I can tell it's it's wild <laughs> out here. But hey, that's you know for Io, that's at least a nice consolation prize that you, you fell to the second round. But at least you get to stay home. Stay home. You're gonna have your family around for a lot of your games. That's that's something to at least you know see the the greener side of the pasture there. I'm gonna keep talking about these uh, rookie of the year odds because these were out earlier today. Once again, they could be tweaked come tomorrow, knowing their fit. But just looking at these odds, we'll do a little, have a little exercise on the other side, take a look at the, the right fit and maybe some, some bets you should look into come tomorrow now that we know the destinations for these draft prospects. It's draft night. That's Jim Root. I'm Tim Murray. It's the Nightcap here on VEASAN. This summer, VEASAN has you covered from tee to green. Every week, the VEASAN golf experts, including Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds, and Matt Humans, review the players, course conditions, matchups, and odds to give you their analysis on the best bets for every tournament. Start your VEASAN subscription today at vsan.com slash subscribe and get complete access to all of our golf betting content, plus our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video streaming, and point spread weekly. Did you miss a VEASAN show? We have multiple daily and weekly podcasts to keep you up to date on all the latest sports betting action. VEASAN Best Bets bring you the highlights from our daily lineup of shows, including Follow the Money and a Numbers Game. Market Insights with Josh Applebaum gets you ready with the latest lines in action. Beating the Book with Gail Alexander provides the insider view on analytics-based betting strategy from professional bettors, handicappers, and sportsbook operators. Visit VEASAN.com slash podcast today to find all of our podcast options. If you didn't catch Beeson last week, here's some of what you missed. And I want to start with the Niners, who Jimmy G expected to be the quarterback week one. Trey Lance looming over his shoulder. The Niners get all these great players, including Bosa. 
back from IR. They are the betting favorites right now at BetMGM at minus 180, or excuse me, a plus 180 with a win total of 10 and a half. Joe, what do, what do you see your prospects this year for the San Francisco 49ers? Sky's the limit. It's a very good football team, very good football team with a lot of potential. I'm not going to pick them to win the division. I'm sure we'll get to that as we work mm-hmm. our way through the rest of the teams, but they're balanced on both sides of the ball. This is a very good defensive unit that is losing Robert Salah, the defensive coordinator, but with Nick Bosa coming back and Javon Kinlaw on the interior of the defensive line, ready to take that next step and become that DeForest Buckner-like player, they're going to be able to have a ferocious pass rush, and if they do that, it's going to come up, cover up some of the issues they may have in the secondary. That secondary looked so good two years ago on the way to the Super Bowl because the pass rush was so relentless. Fred Warner is going to be back at linebacker. They just gave him the new contract. So full faith and confidence in the defensive unit. Now, offensively, the big question is going to be about the quarterback position, Garoppolo versus Lance. I think the 49ers have an abundance of riches here. A lot of people don't like Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm a fan of his. of resumes in Indeed's database to deliver candidates who fit your job description instantly. More at Indeed.com slash credit. JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst, will join us top of the hour, get his thoughts on what has unfolded so far in the NBA draft as we are now in the second round. And normally I wouldn't bring up this last selection, but I think this is one, uh, Jim, actually I know it is, that you talked about with JVT on his podcast, Hardwood Handicappers, uh, earlier this week. Utah State's Nemus Keita just went with the 39th selection. And, you know, he is a really intriguing prospect. Uh, he is right now, I- I'm just reading, I'm assuming he's with Sacramento. I don't know if there's been a trade. I, I think he's with Sacramento now. Uh, but this is a guy that... You know, he's going to be an instant impact type of player. Not a, not a great scorer, but he can rim protect. And I, I think, you know, he hits his under prop. Uh, I believe his prop was like in the, you know, in the 40s. So Kata ends up going under, uh, as I look at it right now, 47 and a half. So he goes under that 47 and a half. Uh, but I, I like this selection because I think he's a guy that, you know, when you're looking in the second round, you're just looking for someone who could come in and give you a couple minutes, right, Jim? And ultimately, you're getting a, a dude who just has a knack for rim protecting. So uh, I think this is a really interesting play uh, pick and, and hard to disagree with it at 39. Exactly. I mean, like you said, when you're in the second round, you want to find like a very identifiable skill that you think is going to translate to the pros and he's just one of the best rim protectors and rebounders in all of college basketball. So I think that's going to translate for him to grow into a bigger role, which would be unlikely. He's going to have to figure out the the whole rim running aspect of playing in a pick and roll offense. He, he was more a featured guy in a post-up offense at Utah State. If he can figure out how to be that guy that sets the screen, runs down the lane and gets the lob, which he is athletic enough and a strong enough finisher to do, then he starts to have a little more upside with that pick. But, you know, some he doesn't defend well in space. If he's going to switch on pick and rolls, he, he can be a good drop coverage big man that protects the rim. But, you know, it, like you said, second round, 
If there's something that he does well that probably is going to translate, like like that rim protection, it's a worthy gamble, and I like the pick for them there. And once again, we're not going to do this for every second-round pick, but the second round has a lot of notable names. You know, talking to Matt Humans uh, about the first round, some of those names you don't really know, not household. Now you're starting to see names that are, are recognizable. We talked about Ayu Desumu going 38 to the Bulls. Uh, Nemus Keita, eh, not really a household name, but if you stay up late like and watch this show, uh, we talked a lot of Utah State, a lot of Mountain West basketball. And now at 40, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans just got – uh, Jared Butler out of uh, uh, Jared Butler out of Baylor. Uh, so a, a really solid piece to come off their bench there. Uh, a good shooter. So for the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, they got Trey Murphy in the first round, Herb Jones, and now they got Jared Butler. So uh, Jared Butler was a guy that was a fringe first round pick. Uh, we we know him just because of of the way he played at Baylor. So him going to uh, New Orleans. And uh, a guy who shoots 42%, I, I was, I, I didn't really understand why he fell as far here to be the 10th pick of the second round because, you know, shooting is at a premium in the NBA and you get a 42% uh, shooter here uh, that I think is now going to go to Utah. Um, I'll have to double check that. Uh, but Jared Butler, uh, an intriguing, intriguing player. He goes 40 yeah, absolutely. It went went way over his draft prop. I I wonder if it's the heart issue that he, you know had a that he wasn't cleared immediately to to be in the NBA, and then he ended up getting a total clear or clearing from from the health staff. But he's just a great player. Like he knows how to win, and that forty two percent isn't just catch and shoot, towing the line. He made a lot of tough off the dribble threes. He made a lot from well beyond the three-point line that's going to translate to the NBA. It's surprising to see him fall this far. He's a young junior. He had reclassed up out of high school, so he's only 20 years old. I, I was shocked to see him go this far. If he was taken 25th, I don't think anyone would have batted an eye. So to see him go 40th to a team in Utah that really values shooting and spreading the floor, I think that's a great selection. I'm going to say that about a couple of these second rounders, but that's why that's, you know, that's why we're talking about these particular ones because they jump off the page to us as, wow, like I'm surprised this guy is here. And I like this fit in this particular situation. So yeah, Butler and Keita, I think back to back two very solid second round picks. And I think another one, I, I, I promise I'm not going to just talk about second round picks, but Joe Wieskamp is a 46% three point shooter. Um, I didn't agree with Josh Primo being the Spurs selection at 12. Uh, that was a bit of a head scratcher. But to get Joe Wieskamp at 41, uh, a, a guy that, that really can light it up. And I, I forget who it was. I listened to so much and, and read so much. Uh, but someone characterized Joe Wieskamp as Corey Kispert without the platform. Um, and he is a tremendous three-point shooter. He goes under his player prop, which both you and I had. Uh, so you, we just snuck under there as he goes 41. Uh, but you know what? This is one of those San Antonio Spurs selections, Jim, where I'm saying, yep, I could see it. This dude could be hitting threes in a big spot uh, you know, a couple years down the road. And we say, why did he go 41st? I, 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 like, I like Joe Wieskamp quite a bit. And once again, shooting at a premium, last two picks, Jared Butler, a 42% three-point shooter, he goes to the Jazz, and now Wieskamp, via the Pistons, uh, goes to the Spurs, a 46% three-point shooter. 
Yeah, Wieskamp slumped a little bit in the previous season, but he bounced back in a big way this year, hit a ton of shots for them. I mean, you play with Luka Garza, you're going to get open shots. So much defensive attention, and he was a solid enough passer to to kick out to those guys. You know, defense is going to be the question that that was the question all season with Iowa, and it's what undid them in the NCAA tournament against Oregon. It just They just went nuts against that Iowa defense, but... If he can get that figured out and he has the frame, he's a long wing. He's not just, you know, your standard standstill catch and shoot guy. He's got a nice frame to be able to project and play defense. I'm not sure that he's going to be, you know, kind of an instant impact guy. I won't sing the praises of this one quite like I did with Butler and Keita, but the shooting is absolutely there. That is a projectable skill the same way Keita's rim protection was. So if, if San Antonio can get that figured out and fill in the other parts of his game, but sure, he can he can help them out off the bench and spread the court for some of their better players, definitely. Well, you will sing the praises of this one, I know for sure, because uh, you talked about it with JVT. Uh, this is an under that hit, so another under. Back-to-back unders for both of us uh, on our little exercise here, so you continue to crush it. Uh, we'll get you the final tally here uh, in just a little bit. But uh, Isaiah Livers, he just got selected. Uh, he is headed to the Detroit Pistons. So Cade Cunningham uh, will be joined by uh, Michigan's Isaiah Livers. And I know you think that Isaiah Livers could be a guy that steps in and uh, is able to help uh, an NBA franchise right away. Yeah, honestly, kind of a similar-ish player to Wieskamp, if I'm allowed to you know, make that comparison. Two Big Ten guys there, but really, really a good knockdown shooter. Can hit from range to not just right toe in the line. Got a lot of size, 6'7", 230. The, the concern with him has been injuries. He's had two straight seasons end due to injury, which, you know, it's not great. But I think he's going to be a solid piece, at least a worthy gamble in the second round as somebody that, Played for an NBA-style coach at Michigan, so he's got a little bit of a feel for that style of game. And just four straight years of, of hitting threes at a really impressive clip, it's hard to see that not translating. So if he can figure out everything else, then yeah, that's a, it's a good piece. I think Cade's going to enjoy kicking out to him if, if he's on the floor with him. So Isaiah Livers goes 42. That goes under 52 and a half. Uh, we saw... Uh, just prior to that, Joe Wieskamp go at 41. Uh, Nemus Keita out of uh, out of Utah State goes 39. Ayu Desumo goes 38 to the Chicago Bulls. All right, let's get Jim back to Rookie of the Year real quick before we hit the top of the hour here. Uh, Cade Cunningham is the favorite at DraftKings at plus 250. Uh, you've got Jalen Green in Houston at plus 450. Evan Mobley in Cleveland plus 550. Then you get Jalen Suggs. Uh, he goes to Orlando eight to one. Scotty Brown, Scotty Barnes, excuse me, Toronto eight to one. James Booknight, Charlotte uh, fifteen to one. Davion Mitchell, Sacramento fifteen to one, uh, and the list goes on. But um, you know, Jalen Green intrigues me uh, because Houston's terrible, uh, and I think he's a guy that they're going to expect to score a ton right away. Christian Wood is still there, uh, so that would kind of be their one-two punch. Cade Cunningham certainly is going to put up some numbers. Jeremy Grant is in. Uh, Detroit as well. And then you've got Evan Mobley going to Cleveland, uh, who I think he could put up big numbers, could have some really good defensive numbers, a little more juicier there. Jalen Suggs goes to Orlando. Uh, I think that's a possibility at 8-1. to one. So when you look at that Rookie of the Year board, knowing now where some of these players have landed, uh, you also look at you know Chris Duarte going 13 to Indiana. Uh, Corey Kispert 30, uh, goes, uh, goes to Washington. Anything jumping out at you uh, with these odds 
for rookie of the year? I think that green one is is a pretty valid point just because, yeah, they're, they're going to need him to score. And he did play in the G league ignite last year rather than college. And we haven't seen anybody go from the ignite to the NBA yet. So we're not positive how that's going to work for him, but I would think that is a higher level of competition than even something like the, the SEC or the ACC or the Big 12 for Cunningham. So Green got to work on his game. He added some things last year and had a good player development program with the Ignite. With the team like Houston, that's going to let him take his lumps. I, I think it could be just a two-horse race atop there because I think both those guys are going to put up really big offensive numbers in Detroit in Houston, respectively. Yeah, I think Cade Cunningham, the passing capabilities, uh, he, he has a chance. But I think Jalen Green at plus 450, I, I think those two should almost be co-favorites. So if you're giving me a little bit more uh, to work with there, I think Jalen Green at plus 450 is is worth a, a good, long, hard look there as he goes number two. That's Jim Root. I'm Tim Murray. JVT is scheduled to join us top of the hour. The NBA draft continues, and uh, we'll get you updated on everything you need to know right here on the Nightcap. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.